Hello, HIPC, and welcome back to Seeds to Serve. I'm G. Catherine. And this is G. Angus. And we're here with another episode talking about Jesus's judgment. So a summary of this gospel, you've probably heard it before. It discusses the final judgment, which is when the Son of Man, Jesus, comes back to earth and separates the sheep from the goats, as the gospel puts it, also known as the people receiving salvation from the people receiving eternal damnation. And one particular quote that we'd like you to look at is, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. I think that this line is super important because it reminds us that what we do should not only be just because God tells us to, or like it's in the Ten Commandments, or like it's a rule that we have to follow as the Catholics in the Catholic Church, but rather like out of love and compassion for those around us. So it's not just for God, but also for humanity. And so I think that's why he says that you need to not only just be, you know, praying all the time, but also you need to be doing like physical acts of service for those around you and your community too. Yes, what Jesus is talking about is the sin of omission. So it's not exactly because the people did anything wrong. It's not as if they were stealing or being bad people, but it's because they failed to do good. So putting that into our own lives, what Jesus is saying is that it's easy to preach God's love while we're sitting in church or showing God's love to your friends by giving them gifts or just listening to them, hearing them talk about their struggles. But how do we show God's love to the people who don't get love? Like the homeless, right? People who don't have a place to go. And even if we're just talking about in our like communities and like close-knit circles, what about like your friend who forgot their lunch at home, right? There's people who have nothing to give you in return. They don't have money or they don't have food and like, you know, like they're unemployed. How can you give to them without expecting anything in return? Yeah. And I was thinking about this and unfortunately, too often we see homeless people and they're asking for money. And honestly, I usually anything. I, I know I should but it's hard. It's hard, but it's essential. It's exactly what Jesus asked to do, to help those who have not been helped, to help those who don't have anything. Yeah, for sure, definitely. And like your story of like seeing people on the side of the road outside of the freeway reminded me of an experience that I once had. Um, I was hanging out with my friends and we were like eating food and then we were walking towards our car and then this lady drives up to us and says, I'm almost out of gas. I'm lost. I don't know where I am. Like, do you guys have any spare change for me to fill up gas and then, you know, continue on my way? And all of my friends shook their heads and were like, oh, no, we have no idea. I'm sorry, we can't help you. But I decided to look into my wallet and give her a $5 bill. And afterwards, my friends all turned to me and was like, I'm pretty sure she scammed you. Like, she, she's like has her windows down, her car is running as she's talking to us, like, she probably doesn't need the money, and so, like, this kind of attitude or 
thought process of do our homeless people really going to use the money that you give them well are they going to go use it on like drugs and alcohol or are they really going to buy food with it um and so something that i've reflected on and thought about a lot is that for us like it's too much of a responsibility and a burden to think and like worry about what people will do with your kindness but the fact that you extend kindness to them at all in the first place is more than enough and is enough for God. So if you're hesitant, just give it, offer it to them, but also in the same moment and in the same act, be offering it up to God as well. And, you know, pray that God will help them to use your kindness for good. And so if you guys are ever kind of scared and worried about whether or not it's the right thing to do or if you're you know like in like helping them to do like or like create bad habits then you know just think about the intention and pray for them always be praying for those who are less fortunate than us Mm -hmm. the possibilities of good outweigh the bad and i have you know just now i have learned from g angist on how to get past those hurdles and continue to do good. So in addition to doing good for those who you don't know as much or who really can't give you anything in return, how do we do good for those that we really don't like? I think this one's super tough, especially, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's tough for all of us because, you know, if there's someone that you don't like or that you are angry at or like they've done you wrong somehow did you dirty then like it's really hard to love them and treat them with compassion and serve them even right and so something that I think is really important to do is to recognize that God created every single human being every single thing on this earth right every single thing has Christ in it and so no matter how how far down the wrong path they've traveled or how mean and how rude they are and how much of an awful personality they have, there's still Jesus Christ in them. And so I really highly encourage everyone to look past the exterior and deep into the interior and know that this person, like at at his or her roots is, you know, a child of God and someone that God created for love. And so, you know, people have their ups and downs, their flaws and weaknesses, and we're here to embrace them and encourage them to become better people. So rather than shunning those who are like weird or creepy or like they're jerks, instead, I think that as Catholics, we should, and especially in like Thanksgiving, you know, this this season of gratitude we should give out to others what we have even and especially if it's like goodwill and a good personality right share that love and that energy and that positivity with those who are lacking it yes and when I was in elementary or middle school the teacher would say Jesus is in every single one of you and I remember thinking so does that mean there's seven billion Jesuses walking on this earth and (laughs) I just thought that was I knew that's not what they were saying but it is true 
Like, of course, Jesus isn't physically in the other person. There, Jesus works through all people. And he guides our thoughts. He guides our actions. So in that way, Jesus is part of us. But then, of course, we are human. So when we have hardships, then Jesus is also having our hardship. So when you see that person lacking or they don't have as much or if they're just having a bad day, then Jesus is also having a bad day. And when you see that and you help the person, you comfort them, then you are help, helping and comforting Jesus. So how do we bring this and put it into action? The first one is acts of service at the physical level. So donating, volunteering, helping at your school, helping at your church, anything. Anything that you do out of the goodness of your heart for others is one way where you can help the least of these. The other one is on the daily level, which Gangis is going to talk more about. Yeah, so on the daily level, everyone is fighting their own battle, right? Everyone has, like we were talking about before, their ups and downs, their like dark times. And so something that each and one every each and every one of us can do at the daily level is to be more compassionate, to reach out to your friend, your neighbor, your classmate. If you see that they're struggling or that they seem down, then sharing a little bit of your love with them is something that could really brighten up their day and, you know, activate the Jesus Christ in you since everyone has Jesus Christ in them by sharing your love and being kind to other people. You are speaking out and you're representing what it is to be a follower of Christ. Yes, activating the Jesus Christ in you. I love that. In your books, there's a quote from Mother Teresa of Calcutta, which perfectly summarizes the gospel and how we can go forward. So it says, at the end of life, we will not be judged by how many diplomas we have received, how much money we have made, how many great things we have done. We will be judged by, I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was homeless, and you took me in. So, as Mother Teresa says, and G. Angus has also mentioned, is moving from the temporal to the everlasting. If we have piles and piles of successes and money, and we don't use any of it to help those who have less than us, it has been for nothing. Amen. <laughs> With that, we'll end this episode. Pay it forward, put some good out into the world, and, you know, activate your Jesus. Bye. Bye.